welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Here at Bathurst in the course, my very special guest, Lisa Collie, Rascal Rabbit, Josh Martin. It's great to have you back on the show. Drive fast and try not to crash. Good evening and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, and a very, very special guest all the way from California. It is Lady Wonderlust. Hi. Hello. It's great to have you on the show, and I do hope I have pronounced your your name properly. I just suddenly realised there I hadn't confirmed it beforehand, <laughs> but I think hopefully it was all fine. You it's said great it to have you on. Oh, that's that's good. That's reassuring to know. But, uh, it's fantastic to have a female sim racer. We've not had that many on the show, so it's great to have you on the show and to see what it's like and to hear about your story. Now, the first question we always ask our our guests here is, how did your sim racing career and your gaming experience begin? Um, okay, so hmm, there's the initial introduction to sim racing for me and then my return to sim racing. So my initial introduction to sim racing was probably in 19... Oh my God, this is so long ago. <laughs> I just, the fact that I said 19 says, oh my God, okay. 1998, <laughs> I believe. I had this conversation with my brother yesterday. 1998 was when, or 1997 was when the game came out, but I probably played Gran Turismo, the original Gran Turismo 1998. Yeah. Um, it was probably a gift from either my parents or another family member to my brother, I'm sure, um, either for Christmas or his birthday. And we're close in age, so we play the same games. And I gave the game a shot, and it pulled me. I think the fact that they had challenges in the game, um, yeah, that's what pulled me, because I'm naturally a, a pretty competitive person when it comes to sports. So that was what when I was like 12. Um and so, yeah, around that time, too, I was involved with a lot of sports. So I don't really know how long I was gaming in, you know, playing sim racing games. Well, that was probably my main sim racing game or maybe my only sim racing game back then. Um, I probably did that for a few months and then my life got cut up. I focused solely on school and my IRL sports. I was All right, very, yeah. very involved with volleyball, basketball and track. And then college, my life was about school, work, sports, community. And then I slowly got back into gaming a few years after college, after university. Um, I got back into WoW. It wasn't sim racing. It was WoW, World of Warcraft. I did oh, that yeah. for a little while. I was obsessed with it. And then I was like, I can't. I can't keep playing this because it's too it's too consuming too much of my time. And then so it wasn't until 2019 that I got back into Gran Turismo Sport. I, well, not back into Gran Turismo, back into the Gran Turismo games. Um, and it was my brother again, <laughs> the reason why I got back into Gran Turismo. So he, I mean, we hadn't played since we were kids, but he happened to pick up the Gran Turismo Sport game. Um, and he had time to play games because he just had a newborn and he, ha he was on paternity leave. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm having so much fun playing again. He's like, you should give it a shot. 
So one time I was at his house, he was having like a family party and I started playing games again. I got really into it. I'm like, okay, I'm having a great time. How much is this game? And he's like, I don't know. I bought it when it was 40 bucks. I'm like, okay, well, that was a year ago, a year or two ago. I looked it up. It was 20 bucks. I'm like, oh my God, this is a steal. I'm going to get it. So I got it and I started playing it more. And then I was streaming it and I made some, I met some awesome people in my chat who really like, were, they were supportive, giving me lots of tips, and I just, I got hooked. So here I am wow. now competing online too. So who knew? I didn't know that would happen. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic though. I mean, you're, you've got 1,700 uh, subs on YouTube, which is fantastic. And if, yeah, if I was going to say for all the chat tonight, if it's the first time you've ever seen Lady Wonderlist, we have the, the our channel link in the description below. So make sure you subscribe um, to our channel on the link below in the description. Um, and you can watch her videos live and her streaming as well. Um, and there were some fantastic videos. I watched your uh, iRacing uh, video uh, the other day and also you were doing FIAs, uh, which is pretty good because if you've not really done that for a while, I mean, it's quite a challenging. I've only done them here and there. Uh, mm -hmm. But how do you find things like uh, FIA? Because you, you you do them consistently. Um, how have you gotten on uh, with FIA? I mean, I, I have a lot of fun racing in them. It was very intimidating at first. I <laughs> It was more of a comfort to just do the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, what is the offline ones? The circuit experience. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, just... I guess time trials, single race mode at first. Mm -hmm. I mean, because I before I was on Gran Turismo Sport, I was pretty pretty obsessed with Call of Duty. And you know, after a while of meeting coming across toxic players, I'm like, maybe sim racing is a good rotation in. And then people are like, oh, when you play online, you're bound to come across toxic people too, toxic <laughs> other toxic racers. And I'm like, great, I guess I can't get away from the toxicity that is online, right? Um, uh, but I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm not the best, but I want to get better. And the only way I'm going to get better is if I just jump right into it, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I jumped into my first FIA race last, was it 2000? It was probably last year. Yeah. Last, last summer, almost a year ago is my first FIA race. Um, and I didn't get last. <laughs> so I took, I took pride in the fact that I didn't get last. And then knowing that, and knowing where my mistakes were and knowing that I can improve upon them, I'm like, you know, I can do this. I can hang. So I just got to keep putting in the time, putting in the work, and um, I'm going to enjoy doing this. I just, I've, I've stuck with it ever since. I, and I, the fact that I don't know too much about each manufacturer yet, I've been trying to sign on with a different manufacturer every, every season for the menu series. And I just yeah. started the Nations Cup maybe earlier this year. So, yeah, so, no, I that's answer the question. Yes, no, you did. No, you did. Okay. <laughs> you did. Now, let's quickly going to go through. I'll start opening up the questions here to the chat. Um, so here we go. Um, at, uh, lots of good evenings. There's, there's lots in the chat. We've got 16 watching already, which is brilliant. Um, now, so I will start the questions. Uh, here we are. Uh, it is from, uh, I will put it up here, from Echo Hendricks. Do you hope to get more women in sim racing and streaming with your channel, Lady Wonderlust? Oh, yes, definitely. So I, I've actually, uh, 
there are two women who have actually reached out to me in the last few months about joining online tournaments with Women's League. Um, and I, I told you earlier, like, it's a little intimidating because I'm just getting, I feel like I'm still just getting my my foot in in here with this whole sim racing thing. Uh, but I feel I feel like I definitely want to encourage other women and, and girls at a young age to, to participate in this. Um, so I was saying that I got into sim racing when I was about, probably about like 12, 13, um, and I was very competitive in sports. And I think that if sim racing was a bigger thing when I was young, I probably would have wanted to compete competitively at a young age, train train hard. And mm. if there are scholarships available, I mean, that that's something I would have wanted to work towards. And if that's a thing right now, I don't not really up to date with how things are with, right now with sim racing esports. Um, but if mm. that's a thing, I, I highly encourage girls to to take a take a chance and and work towards that because I have fun. I'm sure if they have fun, you know, there, I hope there's opportunities for them. So yeah, I think as well. I mean, certainly. I mean, because when I was younger, I mean, I, I grew up with games from the probably the mid to late, well, kind of late '80s, early '90s. That's showing my age now. Um, but it was all kind of basic like PC games, and then eventually it was like Ataris and 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 then we got Playstations towards the end of the '90s. Um, but it was like, I think boys just naturally grow up more with games. And that's the thing. And it was like, like my sister, she would, she had a horse. So she went out and did horse riding or something else. And we were stuck in playing games. But, you know, so it was yeah. like the different things, you know, there was different, I suppose people just did different things in that time, that era. Um, uh -huh. But nowadays, I think everybody, um, there's so many great games out there. And you find that everybody has a shot. Um, or certainly, and I think girls as well, more of them want to have a go because they are good. And sim racing is great because it's completely neutral. In terms mm -hmm. of anyone can have a go, and you know, and the, and there's some fantastic uh, female racers out there, and we're beginning to see many of them come through, um, mm -hmm. which is really, 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 really good. But that was a fantastic question by Nico. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, oh, I to, to add to that, I think it is yeah. important to have female role models, and if I can be a role model to another female, then I'm just I'm going to do my best to be that that role model for them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, there's probably other questions. I was going to get off topic. You don't know this, or you're learning, you're going to learn of this about me, but I can go long, deep into my answers. I get long-winded. Um, no, that's great. That helps me. <laughs> that helps me sort of search through my notes to try and get another question. Uh, but um, no, that's great. Now, uh, there's a quick off-topic question here from Rascal the Rabbit. He says, what, uh, I'll put it on here. Um, what college degree did you get or major in? Because you're saying that you were studying hard. Um, okay, so in college, I got my bachelor's degree in psychology, and I got my master's degree in media and communication psychology. So I have backgrounds in psychology, media, marketing. Um, yes. That's pretty good going. That's pretty good going. But, uh, fantastic. Now, I'll try and keep them on, on the cards. Now, here's Richie Johnston, uh, one of our moderators, and he asked the question, what's been a standout moment so far? of your sim racing career? Standout moment. Hmm. Um, I guess placing podium, that's what comes to mind. I, I, I know I still have a long way to go in terms of being a top racer. So the fact that I, I get, I've gotten podium maybe three times, that's probably what stands out to me the most. That's very good. Because if you're starting from scratch as well, um, I mean, and it is very, very competitive, um, and it's, it's 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 great to get there, isn't it? And bit by bit, you start to get to be more consistent. Uh, but no, that's a, that's fantastic. But uh, now, Adama 
Banana, which I think is still one of my favourite um, <laughs> PSN names here, um, is what car category in GT Sport do you feel most confident with? Oh, man. Um, I just feel like I've spent mo my, most of my time in the GR3, GR4 categories because I've been participating in the FIA Manufacturer Series races. Um, it was It probably took a few months before I gave the dailies a shot. And, you know, the daily, sometimes it would limit you to certain categories and racing with the slower cars was a struggle at first, but I've actually grown to really enjoy it. So I actually enjoy racing in the one make um, roadster races using a oh, yeah. So yeah. like, yeah, that's growing on me. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I keep participating participating in the FIA manufacturer series. So I'm kind of like stuck in that GR3, GR4 category right now. Yeah, yeah, uh, that seems to be the one that they always do. Now, we've got a good question here from James Clark. And I'll put it up here. It says, would you ever punt another driver off if he was driving crazy? Uh, oh, the temptation is there. It's there. <laughs> and there might be times where I might I might shrug a bit, but I, there's not, I don't feel like I've really been motivated to like ram a car into the wall. <laughs> Maybe the thought's there, but I don't think I would do that. That's just not me. Ah, so you're very clean and not going to rage quit or anything like that. It's always a good sign that... Uh, now I rage gonna... restart when I'm doing <laughs> my practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, there, we all do that one. <laughs> now, now, from Yoda68, Zach, he asked, or they ask, uh, where did the name Lady Wonderlust come, come from? Good question. Um, I definitely have a lust to wander and explore and adventure. And I wanted a name that really like described me as a person. So I went with Lady Wonderlust. And um, well, of course, Lady Wonderlust was a name I had to choose for when I first started uh, my Twitch streams. And I started streaming games, but then I in the back of my mind, I eventually wanted to stream like my outdoor adventures, kind of like a live vlogging so i yeah i stuck with a name that just totally fit me as, as my personality wanderlust yeah. fantastic no that's good because that's one of the things we normally get if somebody's got quite a, a good name on their youtube channel we always ask us to as to where did it come from now um echo again has said do you have a favorite sim racer that you like to watch favorite did he say racer like a, 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 yeah racer. favorite I, I assume sim racer um, or a streamer that perhaps you'd like to watch? Um, no, I've, I've met a lot of sim racers ever since I started sim racing slash streaming. And uh, in general, I just enjoy all the people that I've met and watching how they race, just seeing their different styles. So I don't have one particular favorite racer. Maybe my maybe my the, the group of favorites are the ones that come and hang out with me and support me, of course. <laughs> I know that's a good uh, exactly. I mean, that's a great thing because the communities grow and and mm -hmm. that's it. And we all give each other support, which is fantastic. That um, now, Jerry, I'll go to this question here. Jerry NCF one has asked, "Have you got into enjoying watching motorsports now that you're a, a GT Sport player?" Good question. Um, more recently, I want to say maybe at the start of this year, I started watching F one on Netflix, and I really enjoy it. I it makes me wish I had started 
you know, um, watching, learning more about cars at a younger age. Like I said, I was I was sim racing, but I didn't really learn more about cars, which is crazy because, I mean, I, I like my I said earlier, my brother and I are close in age and he is a car lover, knows so much about cars. He's probably talked about cars to me, maybe might have gone through gone in one ear and out the other a few times. But um, yeah, I, when I started watching F1, I was like, this is amazing stuff to learn about like the different manufacturers, the racers, the difference is in a, in a super fast car compared to like the cars that we've, well, that I'm in, using and racing in, in Gran Turismo Sport. Um, wait, you said watching motorsports. And then I was almost yeah. going to go off topic and start talking about how my husband got me into initial D and that hyped me up also to, you know, really incorporate racing into my life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, oh, absolutely. I mean, I think, have you found as well, what, like watching F1 on Netflix, that you have a, maybe a, a favorite driver or, or, or a team that you, that you think is your favorite? Oh, man. After season one, I did have a favorite, and I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh, man. What team? What team? He was, mm, I think he was with Red Bull the first season, and he's not with Red Bull now. He was on uh, was the first that, uh, episode. Ricciardo. Oh, yeah, Danny Ricciardo. Yeah, he's yes. yeah. Yes. Yeah. he's one and of Ricardo's my favorites. Yeah, he's always smiling. He's always smiling and, and happy and gets it. does some great, great on the breaks. He's very always last on the on the late breakers, does some always tries hard. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I, Danny, Danny's fantastic. But, um, but yeah, I'm, well, I'm I was, still I, behind, by the way. So, like, you talk about something like more recent with F1, I won't know and I'll be lost and I don't know what teams are currently on. <laughs> oh, that's all right. No, that's, I was, I was very fortunate about my only experience of Grand Prix actually, you know, going to see one live uh, was a number of years ago, back in 1993, when I was 18 for 18th birthday. Um, and I went to see the, the European Grand Prix at a place called Donington Park uh, mm -hmm. in England. And I saw the legendary Ayrton Senna win the mm. Grand Prix. And it was just the most astonishing day I've ever had. I'll never forget it um, because the noise, the smell, the sound, you know, everything was just uh, atmospheric. They had the helicopters flying past with all the flags um, on mm -hmm. the build up. And then it rained and then it was dry and they ran out of tires because they, 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 it was raining so much and then it was dry and they didn't know what to do. Uh -huh. um, and it was amazing. And then we saw Senna basically almost lap the entire field. Um, apart from apart from Damon Hill and, and, and win the race, so yeah, it's an incredible uh, event yeah. to see. What an um, experience! But, uh, yeah, no F one, uh, but then you've got—I mean, America's got amazing sport with NASCAR and IndyCar and all of these kind of things, and uh, even dragsters are popular, aren't they? They've got all sorts of motorsport uh, over in in America. But mm -hmm. uh, let me get to another another question. Sure. Here we go. Um, now let's see. We had a lot of a lot of good questions coming. Um, yes, James, from James Clark, he says, um, "Why do you not stream the FIA races live on YouTube?" Oh, on YouTube. Good question. Um, well, in general, I I say I don't like to live stream my FIA races because I am easily distracted. I would be paying attention to chat rather than focusing on the screen on on the road that I should be focusing on when I'm racing. So mm -hmm. I cannot do the competitive races live. I can practice like you guys have seen me do um, live, but I can't do, I, I might be able to do the dailies, the really short ones live, but I can't do the longer FIA ones live. 
yeah no that's fair enough and uh, and here's a good question as well from tara black it is uh, who creates your libraries so in the beginning, I was creating my own. Um, and more recently, I, I mean, I can still create my own, but I've had another uh, subscriber on YouTube slash follower on Twitch who has gifted me liveries. He is just such a fan that he's like, I'm going to design this for you. And I've actually really loved the latest liveries he's designed for me. So my, my latest videos, my last video yesterday, actually with my dog Ichiro on the front. And then he put like, American American girl, I think, on the bumper, or it's like bad girl. I don't I don't remember anymore. <laughs> but like, yeah, he really took the time to like make it fit my personality. Um, his name is Columbo, I believe 14700, something like I don't remember the exact numbers, but Columbo on on um PS4. He's from France. And I believe his YouTube name is Toff Toff with a picture of a cat on it, black hat. <laughs> oh, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and his partner Regliz, Regliz twenty three, his other racing partner helped design some of them too. So, ah, fantastic! No, well, that's great. Well, we've got twenty five in the chat, which is amazing. So, for everyone who's watching and listening here, when it goes on the podcast, make sure that if you have a question, write it in the chat, put it in capital letters, and that will help me to see it um, uh, a lot quicker. So, we've got lots of questions here for Lady Wonderless. And if it's the first time that you've come on to the Hugh Hattrick channel, it would be fantastic to have you subscribe and join our community. If you like lots of simulating interviews like the one we have here tonight with Lady Wonderlust, then you're in for a treat because we have lots and lots of sim interviews. Every Thursday night, we've done one for almost a year or more, in fact, um, since we rebooted the show last uh, last August with people like Iris, with Rory Alexander, with The Key, with Super GT, Tijney, and many, many more. Um, and next week, we've got Rascal Rabbit too. But let's get back to the questions. As here we are. We've got um, Echo Hendricks, uh, where he <laughs> says, which countries do you want to explore after COVID is over? Hey, Cor, with the questions. What's up? Um, <laughs> so which countries do I want to explore after COVID is over? Um, Japan has been on the top of my list for a long time now. So if I could go there, I don't know. I haven't done my research as to which countries are safe right now or go I feel like we'll be safe in the next few months, but Japan's been up there. So has Greece, Germany, um, Morocco. So those are, those are a few to name. Um, I definitely would like to check out some tracks like Nürburgring. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and if I could enjoy a race in real life, I'd like to check out the race in Monaco sometime. Uh, so. Monaco would be fantastic. Yeah. That's a, that's a brilliant place. But you've got a great race in Texas, mind you, in Austin, Texas. Um, the U.S. Grand Prix is a is a, is a really good facility. And mm -hmm. You normally get some pretty close racing there as well. Uh, and I think you can see quite a lot of the track from mm -hmm. most of it, which is really quite good. But um, what kind of track, where would you like to, if you had a chance to actually drive around a racetrack, um, what track would you want to have a go around? Drive through a racetrack? Yeah, if you could get to a racetrack and let's say do a track day, and they said, right, there's your car. You know, where would you? What, what track would be your number one, or if you had a few that you would like to, to race around? Well, yeah, the Nurburgring comes to mind. Nurburgring Norse Life. Um, the closest one to me, I want to say, is probably Laguna Seca. For for those oh, of I'm... you who followed me along on on my races, Laguna Seca is not my favorite. <laughs> it's probably it's the tricky. closest. <laughs> yeah, it's very tricky though, isn't it? With the corkscrew and 
all that dust and things to catch you out. Mm -hmm. And then um, on Gran Turismo Sport, I, I believe it's Tokyo Expressway that I really enjoy, but that's not a real track. So that's uh, just a shame. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I wondered about that, actually. I wasn't entirely sure if that was real or not. So it's good to know that it's not real. Um, so when I ever get, if I ever get to Tokyo and get a hire car, I'll make sure I don't go find the Tokyo Expressway because it won't be there. So <laughs> or it won't be what I'm expecting. But, I mean, um, they can correct me if I'm if I'm wrong, but it's just what I heard that it's not a real track. But somebody let me know. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> no, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right. Um, now, from Darren Turner, uh, it says, who is your favorite YouTuber? Oh, man. I don't know. My favorite YouTuber. Um... <laughs> I, I've watched several YouTubers here and there, but there's nobody that I follow religiously. That's my honest answer. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. And a kind of similar question to that is, who was your inspiration for starting to stream? And that was from Digital Car Culture, our good friend Colin. Good question. Uh, so it's my husband, uh, DJ, a.k.a. Mr. Miata is what he goes by now because he's a Miata lover and oh. we now have a Miata sitting in our garage. Um, he inspired me to stream. It wasn't something that I even considered, but uh, he slowly started getting back into gaming. He had friends that encouraged him to play Call of Duty and then they eventually suckered me into playing Call of Duty as well. And then he, he was like... Did you know that some people will pay to watch you play your games? And I'm like, that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> That's really? what I was hoping that for. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that a thing? And I, I checked out Twitch. And I'm like, okay, well, you know what? If I'm going to game, I'll give it a shot. I mean, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I, and at, after streaming, it wasn't... It wasn't really about trying to make money from playing, having people watch me playing games. It was about growing a community and just hanging out with people. So that's how I got into streaming because of him. He introduced that to me. So yeah, I've met fantastic. lots of amazing people in general, um, other streamers. I went to TwitchCon, met other people in person. And so, yeah, I like being involved in this Twitch streaming community. Yeah, fantastic. Now, I'll go on to a, a racing question here. Um, where would you say um, you are, you know, where do you think are the, are the areas that you would like to improve most um, in your actual racing uh, approach and how you, how you race? Um, improve. Or, or how you drive. You know, do you think there's areas where your driving could improve? And if so, how would you, what do you think you need to do to do that? Um, good question, because I, okay, so... I had watched some of my older races not too long ago. And I, when I'm watching it, I'm like, why was I so persistent on taking certain lines? Like so, so many people in my chat would be like, you know, you need to take this certain line. You need to go wide, use the whole track. And like, I, I know that. And it would be in my mind when I'm, I'm trying to, you know, drive through the track, but it's like my habit of, of comfort, like maybe sometimes sticking in the middle, like not, not feeling confident to go out wide enough to take a certain line. And I've gotten better over time. I just feel like if I can be consistent about taking better lines and then maybe um, 
finding certain cars that I really love and comfortable with where I feel like I'm one with the car and then finding those perfect tracks that I feel like I can be one with the track, like I could be better in general. But I'm still mm. at that that point where I'm getting a feel for different cars still. There's tracks that I'm I'm racing on for the first time. Like this is still uh, a learning experience for me. So yeah, because it, it's uh, that's one of the things when I was talking to uh, Z28 Gaming and he'd watched one of my streams beforehand uh, when I was doing a live stream mm -hmm. uh, and he said that was my problem. I wasn't using enough of the track. I was, I was, he's going to go use all the curves, use everything you've got um, to carry as much speed as you can around the bends. And, mm -hmm. and it's a hard thing to do because it's all about confidence, isn't it? If you feel the car, how the car is going to react when you go on the curves and things like that. Uh, yeah. It definitely, definitely makes a difference. And uh, the great thing is on GT Sport communities, uh, as I'm sure you already know, um, there's so many people ready to, to reach out and help and give advice on mm -hmm. how to, like, even just for what gear to be in around certain corners can make a difference, isn't it? And breaking exactly. points and all of that. So I've learned a huge amount just by when I've been streaming and people have said, um, you know, I've asked for some tips and they come up with something to try and help. Because that is great. It's a great feeling when you, when you can take half a second off your time and a bit more and a bit more and a bit more. Um, and then mm -hmm. suddenly you start to get to get more competitive, isn't it? But, uh, exactly. But here we go. And we've got a, a, great <laughs> a great question from Adama Banana. Uh, do you have a circuit you just want to banish to the shadow realm? <sighs> I feel like at, at the time when I, I'm, I have a terrible race experience, maybe, but there's no circuit that comes to mind right now when you, when you ask me that. <laughs> I did mention earlier Laguna Seca was one of my least favorites. But I've, you know, over time I've gotten better at it. I wouldn't say I want to banish it from the shadow realm, but it's, it's I, Laguna Seca comes to mind when I think of least favorite tracks. We'll give you that. We'll give you that. That's no problem. <laughs> now we have one. I think from your from your husband, Mister Miada. You were just oh talking about God. him. Yeah. And, uh, we better make sure we answer his question then. Um, oh my God! <laughs> what is your favorite Japanese track? Um, I, I, I mentioned earlier, right? Tokyo Expressway. That's the one where it's like a sharp hairpin at the end, right? Oh, yes. Yes. A horrendous hairpin. Yeah. I, yeah. I really enjoy that track. Um, yeah. What is it? Is, is this Sukuba circuit? In, that's a Japanese track, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sukuba. Yeah. It's always on race. seems like... to be a lot of people's favorite, but I, for some reason, I cannot. I, it's not, it doesn't fall in the, my top 10. <laughs> like I, everybody loves it i'm like i can't feel that same passion that you guys have for that track <laughs> <laughs> i will and to be fair we're doing our, our new community series uh, just starting at the end of july um and rascal rabbit has reminded us that tokyo expressway is our first round in the upcoming hhtcr series um, so that will be coming on board there's still time to enter uh, and it's all going to be front wheel drive cars so it's all going to be quite fun you know group four cars um, so yeah, so if you're up for that, there's still time to join. Once a month at the end of the month is our normal times. But mm. uh, now Yoda sixty eight has said, have you ever driven on track, or would you like to? Now I know you've answered a little bit of that, but uh, have you ever actually been to a track to drive on it? We're talking about real life IRL real track, life. right? Yeah, um, anywhere I, at all. I have never driven on a track before ever. Nor have I experienced a race for leisure, but I have worked an event. I ha I've worked, I had to film a, an, a Formula 3 
Mazda Pro Racer a few years wow. ago, actually, the Sonoma Track race, Raceway, Sonoma Raceway. And it was an amazing experience just being at the track, like the, the excitement, like everybody there cheering and then being in the media room with other other commentators, other media professionals was exciting. And then I remember I was in the middle, not the middle of the track, not like in the middle of the road of the track, but like on the track, like, you know, that section that you can be like in the you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I- yeah. It's the section where you can be in the middle of the track where you try to film. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to capture the race, the the race car drivers pass through. And it was, it's so wow. hard to like capture yeah. the right moment because they are so fast. Like, you know that they're fast, but you don't really know how fast they are until you're like standing on the track. Yeah. And so that was wow. a, a rush. I loved it. I was going to say, if you're on the track, you're just, kind of centimeters away from them aren't you so you get yeah. the full everything that goes past isn't it i mm-hmm. always remember watching when i was watching the grand prix live uh, and we were on the dunlop bridge at thornington street kind of the back street and mm-hmm. you could just see you, could, we, we, you weren't supposed to stop on the bridge but a, a lot of people did and there were a uh-huh. few gaps uh, in the bridge and you could just look over and when the cars went underneath with the sparks flying um, it was incredible because obviously you got the noise of the V12 F1 racers, and then they just fly past mm-hmm. um, underneath you, which was a it was a brilliant experience. Um, yeah, the, but, the sounds uh, that's exciting oh, too. Oh, oh man! I if you haven't seen, if you want to see a classic F1 uh, video, um, look on YouTube, uh, and it's Prost Senna at Silverstone, 1993, um, and uh, it's the most it's the closest battle. It's where Senna <laughs> uses all his skills um, mm-hmm. to keep Prost behind him. And he's in a slower car. The Williams is faster, uh, but he manages to do it for quite a few laps. And honestly, if you learn to drive like Senna did, you'll have no problem at all on GT Sport. You'll be, <laughs> uh-huh. they'll be, they will never get past you if you got if you can use the kind of tactics that he used. Um, but uh, but aye, so it's, it's an amazing amazing video. Now let's see. I'm reaching through the questions here. That um, now, in fact, do you have a message for your community because you've got a big community of subs? over 1,700 uh, subs on YouTube. What would you like to say to them? What's been the biggest thing you've noticed about your community? Pretty much that I wouldn't really be here if it wasn't for my community. Um, So I did mention earlier that my brother got me into sim racing at a young age, and then he was kind of the reason why I re-entered into playing sim racing again. And then it was my husband who actually got me to start using a steering wheel, almost kind of forced me to do it. But it was a good thing because I feel like I enjoy racing even more. And that's probably what encouraged me to even enter FIA racing. Um, But it is the support of my community, all their tips, their questions, them hanging out with me in my live streams, commenting on my videos. It, It gives me so much encouragement to keep improving my skills and and keep racing so thank you so much guys like i i really wouldn't be here without you there wouldn't really be a lady what racer lady wonderlust without you guys so that's my message general message to everybody ah fantastic and richie is asking as well uh and i'm sure this is a this is a good question here and um, what are your days for streaming and do you have a specific schedule um they i kind of change it up sometimes i try to commit to tuesday mornings pacific standard time so 10 a.m tuesdays did i say that right 10 a.m pacific standard time tuesdays i usually always try to stick to that schedule when i do my sim racing my gran turismo sport 
Um, and I try to incorporate Fridays from time to time to do my sim racing. And then every other day that I randomly decide to stream, I usually try to announce it at the beginning of the week. It's usually either a just chatting stream, I'm streaming a different game, or I might go on an IRL live adventure during the weekend or something like that. So I do I enjoy, that. you know, playing some other adventure, open world, sometimes first person shooter games. So that's what I might stream sometimes. Yeah. So I suppose with things like Grand Theft Auto, is that sometimes a game that you've played? I have never played Grand Theft Auto, actually. I, I was curious about it. And I know that Grand Theft Auto 5 was free for a for like a week yeah, one time yeah. last year and i didn't hop on it because i didn't hear about it soon enough so i've never yeah. played grand theft auto i played need for speed heat i guess there's a, yeah. a rush there right <laughs> but not i haven't played grand theft auto well, that was the one when i first came to america with my family back in 2015 and i visited florida <laughs> and we were waiting in line at the, at the airport to get our rental car um and the chap asked me he says oh have you ever driven uh, in america before um and I, I said no but i've played grand theft auto so I should be all right. And he said, <laughs> I thought he was going to, you know, keep a hold of the keys, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? Oh that, that game, you don't, you never stop at a red light. You just keep going. So <laughs> that's uh -huh. the thing. But, uh, but no, I was, it was good fun. And I actually find driving in America to be quite, quite easy. So um, there were no, no problems there. But, uh, but I'll get, I'll get back. Oh, I was going to say a quick question as well. What's mm -hmm. the, the, the setup that you have? Because I can just see a line on oh. a field there. What, have you got a G29? Um, a Logitech G20. It was hard to fit this uh, steering wheel in the camera right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's Logitech G29 steering wheel. I started on a Thrustmaster T80. So <laughs> that's kind of a long story. Right. I argued with my husband about this because, I, you know, when I first started, I'm like, is a steering wheel really necessary? <laughs> like, am I really going to invest a couple hundred dollars on a steering wheel? But you know, he was like, it changes the whole game. Like, you really need one. And for me, it, it totally changed everything. So Thrustmaster T80 was kind of like my, my introduction to using a steering wheel. And I enjoyed it. But I, I after enough games, I realized the limitations of using the Thrustmaster T80. And I didn't like the force feedback originally. But, you know, I, I gave the Logitech G29, you know, a chance. And I got used to it. And I actually love the force feedback now. So... I did try our cousin's um, Fanatec setup, and I'm like, oh my god, I would love one of these one day, but cannot <laughs> afford that right now. So yeah, I'm a Logitech D29. I have it on a stand, and um, and then yeah, my my um, my chair is just a gaming racing chair. I don't have a full rig setup, so yeah, yeah. I because I noticed that sometimes watching your videos, <laughs> you seem to be slightly squint from your chair. As you're driving, and I thought, you know, try to find a, a, a comfortable position. How do you find that? Is it oh quite Oh my God, the shrug is real. I don't know how far back to put my chair to adjust it. <laughs> like, and then I, my chair is on wheels, right? So maybe if I get oh, really into move. it, yeah, I push on the oh, pedal no. hard and I move back a bit. <laughs> I'm like, this is not how you should be racing. <laughs> but I deal with it. So yeah. it's, it's what well, I have to work with. I'm sure your channel, if that's the thing, once they, once they, well, now that you're monetized, you can, you can eventually get yourself a sim ring like a track racer or a, or a play seat. Is it the play seat <laughs> sensation looks pretty good? There's quite a few out there. There's a whole host of them. Um, but it makes a big difference because when you don't, when your seat doesn't actually move when you're playing, I mean, it's a huge, huge, huge difference. Mm -hmm. um, but you've got the wheel on pedals and that, and, and just something mm -hmm. that gives you so much more feel. 
as to how it's going. Now, there's a great question here from Yoda, 68 Zach. It says, there's not many streamers or players who stay as anger-free on this game. How do you do it? <laughs> it's funny that you ask that, or like you say anger-free, because I actually am angry inside. You just don't see it. Like, <laughs> of course I'm going to get angry when somebody cuts me off or per intentionally like tries to boot me off track. Um, if you're asking how I don't rage, I just got to, I tell myself like, you know, like anger will only make you do worse. Like if you, if you live in it, so I'll, I'll experience the anger for a few seconds, but then I'll let it go because, you know, I've got, I've got the race to finish. It's probably years of competing in sports, not just racing, but other sports, you realize like anger does nothing for you. So yeah, uh, yeah. keep that in mind. Yeah. And what would you like, what are kind of your goals now for your channel over the next year or two? What would you like to achieve? Um, good question. Um, my YouTube channel, right? My, my, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would just like to grow a larger community and, in general, show you guys that I am improving as a racer, sim racer. Yeah, oh, that's fantastic. And would you like, um, would you ever like consider taking on a, or, or getting driver coaching and things like that to try and help in that strategy of, of getting yourself further up the grid? Um, I have, I've had several racers offer to coach me and I just feel like I don't have the time and commitment right now to to commit to a coach i when i think coach like i feel like i got to show up at a certain time every every week or once or twice a week i don't know what the schedule would be like and i just i feel like i in my life right now i can't commit to that um this is something i would have loved at a younger age where maybe there was more opportunities for me if i became a top racer i just right now i would love to improve as much as i can i just i feel like i don't have that time to commit to a coach yeah yeah no i think because sometimes if you have to do it you have to take maybe four or five lessons or something like that or more isn't it um but uh, it's interesting that some people take up that and <clears throat> they go in the courses and and then that uh, you know just to try and get faster and others want to learn it themselves i'm very much like you know when you see the top 10 times on the 3d sport and you think mm -hmm. right for the dailies and you think, right, what's, what am I trying to kind of aim for or to get anywhere near? Um, and it's, I don't like watching the videos, uh, mm -hmm. even though they've, they've done it. And I said, like, that's the time I want to try and get there myself um, yeah. and try, you know, and, and, and see roughly from where I am. But I know that they can do things on a racing game that you can't do in real life. And I'm, and I'm still used to thinking, well, I've got, I can't take so much curve or there'll be track limits or whatever it might be. But I think the guys that watch the videos and just follow the ghosts and practice and practice, they seem to be getting these crazy times mm -hmm. um which see about i think if you can get near the top 10 it does mean that you'll move up because what kind of ranking are you at, at the moment on on uh, gt sport i actually don't check that i so maybe sometimes I, I might peak but i don't really remember where i'm at i know i'm still in the d class and i've got a ways to go but you know yeah but the thing is you're competing i mean in the fi race you were overtaken and you were going up the field so it, it's it shows that you've got good speed um, mm -hmm. And it's it's just, it's just practice, isn't it? At the end of the day, the more races you do, the better you'll get. But exactly. uh, and then and then, and you've had podiums. So if you get podiums on these races, that's fantastic. But um, so yeah, no, it says an awful lot. That um, mm -hmm. now um, Keith Keith will own you. Here's a good. Here's a, a fellow American 
all the way from Arizona. It says, uh, how do you like iRacing since you just started? So far, I enjoy it a lot. There's big differences that I notice, of course. I feel like with, with Gran Turismo Sport, there, I mentioned it to you earlier, there's, it's more aesthetically uh, designed, I guess, more so aesthetically produced. The race, there's like hype, right? There's music, uh, different angles of the cars right before you start. Um, iRacing, it, it seems like it's just straight up, just, you know, you enter the race and race. Uh, the colors don't pop out to me as much i i am a visual person so i notice these things but in terms of the actual race i like that there are race tracks on iRacing that aren't on gran turismo so it's a new track for me to learn to experience and have fun on um things aren't as difficult for me to pick up but there's still a lot for me to learn on iRacing so i like that that it's easy to learn um and yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the community in iRacing. I heard that there are more. There's a lot of. I don't want to say more. Well, yeah, I heard that the yeah, the, audience, the, yeah, the community is a bit more mature. I guess not like <laughs> Gran Turismo's immature, but maybe there are more. I don't know. Toxic people in general, in, yeah. in a larger sense. I I've, I've gone fortunate enough to not meet that many toxic people, but. Yeah, I've seen some toxicity in some of the chats in the lobbies right before the races. Um, and people talk about it all the time, vent about it all the time, right, on Gran Turismo Sport. So I'm interested to see what this community on iRacing is about. Yeah. Yeah, no, fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, we've got some great questions coming in here. Um, Richie has said, um, have you always raced in cockpit view on GT Sport? I don't know about always. I Maybe when I figured out that I could even change my views. Yeah, I'm like, this is as close to a simulation experience as I can get. And I've just stuck with it because I I want that full experience. Like I'm really in the car and I'm racing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is the one. If you can do well in that cockpit view, it's quite satisfying. You think, well, that's what it's mm -hmm. like um, in real life, isn't it? I, I tend to use the other one with the speedometers and and most of the road, but that is the, the one that I think is probably toughest. Um, now, here's a good question as well um, from Aiko, who's, uh, who's, who's, who's written this question in capitals, just like I've hoped for you that. Which rank do you want to get into in GT Sport? Mm, when you say rank, like, are we talking about like a specific number? Yeah, like, would you get like up to A plus or, you know, um, get, you know, like the, the kind of, I suppose, the rankings? Oh, those classes. Um... I'm. I'm or looking do you have a name? A name? Oh, sorry, not a, a name. As in, would you, are you aiming to try and oh, oh, oh. Get, get to a particular level? Uh, my focus is really just on improving as a racer, improving my skills, getting faster. I, I actually was not paying attention to rank so much. Like I said, hmm. I want to become experienced with different tracks, with different cars. That's like my main focus. And of course, yeah, I would like like to to improve my ranking and move on to C and B, uh, and it's one one step at a time. I'm not looking to to make a you know in the next year. <laughs> so um, yeah. yeah, I would like to just improve in general. That's what I'm focusing on. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's great. I think that's <clears throat> the lovely thing about GT Sport is that you can't just come on and just enjoy it. And, you, and and if you do the online races or daily races, you can you can have fun with that. Um, or as you say, just doing circuit experience. I quite like the the background of that in the game is is good fun. 
and and it teaches you so much about how to go quicker in the car and if you do more of that you're actually better prepared i think for like the online play as well because you know your tracks you know how to do them properly and then mm -hmm. you've got your kind of you also you learn how to overtake better as well because you've had to do the challenges to be able to to get the the trophies and things like that um, yeah. which is great but um now here we go um it's, uh, it says that uh, zany rabbit has said uh, oh not that one uh that gt sport has the worst cockpit view in in any game and i think yeah it's it's, it's different to things like i said of course a competition um, but how do you find that? Have you compared to other games? Do you find that the cockpit view is worse or better? Mm, I in iRacing, I literally did one race, and I want to say it was. I didn't find it frustrating that I was in cockpit view. Um, there might have been a few cars that I used in Gran Turismo Sport where the cockpit view was annoying. Uh, I can't remember which anymore, but like I said, I, I, I do my best to just suck it up and, and do the best I can in that view because it's, I get the full experience racing in that, in that view. Yeah. And I've got <laughs> a, a couple of great questions here from, <clears throat> from Stephen Scott from Scotty. He said, is that a bottle of bubbly behind you? And is it empty? Look at your eye. It's not empty. It is bubbly. <laughs> I have a lot of wine <laughs> bottles all over my house. I live in wine country. So, and I was, I, I had a membership with one of the wineries. So I have wine all over the house and I can't drink it all. So that's why I still have them around the house. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Now we've got a question from Tara Black. You know, would you consider joining the GTS <laughs> racing uh, that's going on now in our crossover communities? The race is going on. Yeah, so there's quite a lot of community races that go on. For example, like with Podium and others, they do the, 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 Be the Battle of the Beatles and things like that. And they're really good fun. They're very laid back. Is it something you would quite you maybe have a go at? So you mean like races that other racers organize themselves? Yeah, yeah. Just like they, or they, they have them on lobby, like the lobbies in GT Sport. Um, oh, yeah. Lobbies. So they're kind of open lobbies, but you, you go on Discord and join their communities. Because um, I know that Tara is a member uh, and races along with podium and a few others, but is it something you might you might have a go at? Oh yeah, definitely. I wouldn't mind just joining a race. I, but like, do people set up leagues where they um, already scheduled five races in advance and they're like, okay, everybody join this? You, you can do things like that, or you can just arrive and drive. Uh, for example, podiums one, you just arrive on the day and the time, and then just have a go. And as long oh, as you okay. get the car, you just it's like you have a, a group three beetle. And then you have a 1960s Beetle. Um, and everything's the same, the BOP is on. So you just join on and have a go. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's great fun, actually. I was doing that on Sunday uh, with them. I had, had some really good races. But again, it's, it's any ranking as well. So you can, it doesn't matter how, how fast or how slow you are. You just have a go and, uh, and, and race. Um, and they're, 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 they're really good fun, actually. They're, they're very good. Uh, yeah. always, always get a good, a good warm welcome. But, I mean, if um, I hear about it and I'm free, I'm, I would probably just hop in then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our to be fair, our our series that's starting at the end of next month of July um, is going to be one race every month uh, towards the end of the month, uh, and mm -hmm. it's just going to be like a thirty minute race, and then you got qualifying beforehand, uh, and it's all Group Four front wheel drive. So yeah, you'd be you'd be uh, more than welcome to come along and have a go. And again, it's completely open in ranking, um, so it's uh, it's great fun. And some people will stream it live, and others will just have a go. So. <clears throat> Um, we'd love to have you along if you if you did want to come. Whether you do the whole lot or just one, it, it's totally up to you. 
Awesome. But, uh, I'll check yeah, out the schedule. And uh, now Richie has asked a question. Um, what's next for Lady Wonderlist and the community moving forward? Um, I don't really the think FIAs, that... is it? Yeah, I mean, right now I'm I'm in the participating in the FIA Manufacturer Series. Um, and I think I want to just not do the Nations Cup right now because that when I participate in both FIA races at the same time, it takes up so much of my time. And the fact that I have iRacing now and I want to, you know, grow more experience in iRacing, I, I'm going to have to just stick with Manu Series and then, and then set aside time to practice and do laps around different tracks, get a feel for different cars on iRacing. So that's where I'm headed moving forward. Fantastic. Now that's great. That's super. Now we've got um, a great question here from Flat Pick Slim. That is a tricky one to pronounce that one. Uh, but, <laughs> do you think there is a sim rig in your future? I definitely foresee that. I <laughs> it's it's on my mind all the time, especially whenever I'm racing and my my chair moves back. I'm like, oh my god, I really need a rig. Um, I don't know how soon I can get one though, but yeah, I definitely see it in my future. Fantastic. All right, super. Well, we've had nearly an we're on fifty two minutes, nearly an hour of fantastic questions. So if you've got any more questions for Lady Wonderless, make sure you put them in the comments in the last few minutes. And if it's like I say, if it's the first time that you've come along to the channel, um, make sure that you subscribe to Lady Wonderless uh, uh, channel. We've got uh, the the link in the description there below. And also, if you love sim racing, then it'd be great to have you along on our channel too to hit the subscribe button and a like as well. Now, lots of the comments have been saying about which cars that people like. Um, in things like Group Three and Group Four, I know you were driving in the Mercedes yesterday for mm -hmm. your FIA race, but do you have other particular favorites for Group 3 and Group 4? Um, I I enjoyed my the preseason where I was signed on with uh, with Honda. The I was in it. Wait, what was I in? NSX, right? That's what GR3, GR4 category is for. Um, I had yeah. a lot of fun racing with that. I know I didn't, you know, preseason was only, what, maybe six six rounds so i didn't get to try it on enough tracks but i had a lot of fun with it and it's something that i would like to get gain more experience with um and then future manufacturers i would like to sign on with so i get more experience in the cars would be like porsche and and jaguar so yeah yeah some great cars the jaguar sounds great along with the corvette and um, they always sound quite good in gt3 as well and i was racing them at monza uh, and also at, uh, where was it? It was Dragon Trail this week, isn't it? That they've got the GT3s and they always sound quite good. But uh, we've got a good comment from Aiko saying, I wish my boss wanted to fund my online racing more. <laughs> that uh, you might have to do more overtime, Michael, if that's the, <laughs> you might be able to get the money to do it all. Um, but yes, we've got a few people who have subbed to your channel already. Keith will own you. I said he's subbed and he's also sent you an iRacing friend request. That uh, so there you are. So it's it's sorry that it's 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 working. Um, and uh, Yoda has has asked. Um, he said, uh, "Oh no, that was particular one. What's your dream car?" Good question. I don't really have a dream car right now. I I appreciate the beauty of a lot of cars. Man, it. I might have had a dream car growing up, 
like maybe when I was younger, I, I wanted to have a convertible Jeep just so I could easily hop in if I wanted to. Um, yeah. And then um, when my brother got his car, his first ever car, I was like, oh my God, I didn't know this was a car that existed because like, I wasn't into cars then. But he got a, a RSX, a DC5. And I'm like, this is beautiful. I want this, but I don't want to get the same car as you. So I did it. Um, and then when I met my husband, he loves Fair Lady Z's and oh, yeah. He, yeah. he, he ended up getting one and I loved it too. So I love, I love Fair Lady Z's. I went to a Datsun meet where I saw other Datsun cars and the 510 Bluebird grew on me and I'm like, these are beautiful yeah. cars. So I have an appreciation for a lot of cars, but I don't think there's a dream car I would, I, I, I want to really have so I, I enjoy yeah. my car right now so because it's reliable it's lasted me almost 10 years now no that's pretty good two, yeah my Honda Civic so I'm happy with what I have yeah. I, maybe I don't need a dream car because my husband always gets the cars <laughs> <laughs> well there's so many great cars in America <clears throat> they're a wee bit cheaper than the European kind of parts so if we want anything decent over here we have to pay a fortune for it um, but uh, you've got things like the Dodge Chargers and, and uh, Chevrolets, Chevrolet Camaros, Ford Mustangs, um, and there's all sorts of great stuff that seem to be quite popular. Um, but yeah, and then you've got the nice straight roads to be able to, to put them at the traffic lights and have a, have a bit of a race away and see how fast you can go. But um, now we've got a few people joining us. Um, we've mm -hmm. got Charismatic, who is saying hello there. Um, and we've got... <laughs> And we've got 27 in the chat, which is absolutely fantastic. Awesome. So uh, with lots of great comments. Um, and oh, yes, there's a thing. Have you ever played the, the PlayStation well, GT Sport with the VR headset? I have not. I That would be an amazing experience. So I need to grab my hand. I need to set my hands on a pair just to give it a try. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> have you? Oh, my God. I've never I have tried VR but not on GT Sport. Um okay. it was in a it was in a big sim rig. It was actually in a in a, a sim rig based on a 1960s Formula One car. Um mm -hmm. and it was in a museum and they put the goggles on uh, and they said most people will probably be sick once you've played <laughs> if you put these on. And I went, Oh well, thanks very much. Um but I tried it anyway and for I wasn't sick, so I was all right. Um but uh, but they say it can it can either you like it or you don't. But yeah, uh -huh. it was it was okay. Um I wouldn't say it was kind of mind-blowing but it uh -huh. was it was it was it was it was certainly different i think if you're playing it on things like a set of corsa with uh -huh. all the kind of pc uh, mods that you can do then i think it's supposed to be really good with that um okay. but uh but yeah but no i think that'll probably come more i imagine with ps5 but they say it's better if you've got a motion rig they're mm -hmm. all the ones that actually move because then the motion that you get with the with the rig matches the vr and what uh -huh. your body is expecting so then it, then you really get the kind of full immersion as you do that but uh now that you're describing that. it i think i might have tried it once years ago when i was at the sonoma raceway and there was like a vendor there and you could just hop in and test it out but that was oh wow you've been yeah. to sonoma raceway ah, yeah that's a, that's, oh. that's a pretty can i show yeah. you yeah absolutely can you see oh wow yeah, fantastic. Oh, proper single seaters. Yeah. So that that was the um Mazda Pro Formula Three racer that I filmed. Oh wow. Kind of shot yeah. With her. yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll be fast and loud and 
And yeah, that'd be that. Be, I mean, the thing is, you can probably drive cars like that at some of the track days on mm -hmm. some of these. And I, I heard that a lot of American track days are, again, they're really good value for money. So mm -hmm. that might be something you could always aim for. Get your get your uh, your your community to help fund you. Have a have an attempt. Say, right, we'll get so many thousand we can afford to go and do a track day and then you can film it. I would and love that. And see how, how well you do. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the thing. But, um, but no, it's been it's been fantastic. Um, that uh, and uh, oh, one last question is from sure. from Richie. It says, "Do you have any questions for me, as in me, <laughs> that you would like to ask for you, Hugh, or for Richie? Me? Uh, or oh for, my uh, God, or for either? <laughs> oh, um, you know what? I had so many questions in mind before this today. I guess I just wanted to know more about your your history with racing, like how you got started and." and got started into sim racing racing in general uh, you answered the car question earlier but just you in general yeah I, i'd always loved gaming i and i played like yourself you know the gran turismo one the first one and, and two three and four and pretty much in every game that they brought out and um, and so and then i played a lot of the f1 games as well um because i loved the f1 games i was never very fast for them i was always about three seconds off the the, the the best times and i could never figure out how it was they got these incredible times um, but then I realized they crossed the track and did all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, and then in about 2013, 14, I started watching Super GT on YouTube. I just mm -hmm. came across his channel. Um, and uh, and yeah, and, and I got totally hooked. I found it really relaxing to watch other people race on these mm -hmm. games and do these games. Um, and then so then I got myself, I got back into Gran Turismo Sport. Uh, when it was launched I, and I really enjoyed that game actually and, and, and I didn't do a lot of multiplayer actual racing until uh, Gran Turismo Sport really um, and then I started and I learned from people like Super GT just a few tips here and there and then I decided that for my channel I would start interviewing them I thought what would it be like to talk to the guys who are actually racing and doing this um, and so I asked Super GT if he would come on the show and at that time it was just a podcast and he mm -hmm. said yes so yeah it kind of worked from there um, and there, and here we are now with with probably we've done over a hundred guests just about. I think we've, we've got a, a big catalogue of, of people, um, and uh, I haven't been banned from YouTube, so it must be working. So you know, so it's uh, it's been it's it's been fantastic, and we've got a, a great community that's growing and hopefully creating something for the future that people can mm -hmm. come back and say we saw Lady Wonderlust when she was just starting out. It's, you know, and they'll say you say that was the that was my first interview. That was the big interview we did all those years ago um so it's uh, so yeah so that's kind of how how i managed to um to get going but uh, but we've got more people coming into the chat we've got pit stop productions saying hello, hello and hoping you're well that uh no hope you're well too <laughs> that, and scotty scotty has said i hear if we all chant or sing we might get a song is this true Oh my God! No, not for me. <laughs> well, certainly not from certainly not from me. <laughs> if I had a voice, maybe, but I don't. Not a singing voice. Yeah. Sorry. Neither do I. Yeah. Neither do I. I would want to put you off. You've done so well. I wouldn't want to send you out running away now. Well, that's the <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. That um, well, Mr. Miata has said. Uh, oh, I mean, it's, it's moving so fast here on the chat. Um, <laughs> awesome interview, Hugh. I will see you on the track, lady. So, oh my God! See, see, I told you, he's always pushing me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it to get faster and faster. 
um, which is brilliant. Um, uh -huh. but it's been an absolute privilege to have you on the show. You've been awesome tonight. Um, we're answering all these questions and, and keeping us all, uh, giving us an idea of how it all started and how it all went. And you are welcome back anytime at all to do another another show. Um, it would be fantastic to have you back on. Um, but uh, if you have any last things you would like to say to the community who are all watching you here tonight, um, then feel free. You can you can give them a message of, of uh, what's happening. Oh, well, I just want to say thank you to you, Hugh, for having me. It's been a pleasure being here. I've had a lot of fun. Um, everybody else, thank you for joining. Uh, it's been a lively chat, and uh, this is uh, making my day amazing. So, thank you. Oh, that's very kind. Thank you so much. And we have our, our kind of our, our our corny lines on the Car Seven Race Driver Show, uh, which is always um, drive fast and try not to crash. And if you do, you might just win the race at the first corner, uh, which seems to be the thing that normally happens <clears throat> to me when I crash off at the first corner. But, uh, but we always have, have a great time. But it's been a fantastic honour to have you on the show. Uh, and please, to everyone who's still watching here tonight, make sure you click the subscribe link on the, uh, on the description below for Lady Wonderlust's channel. We've got it in the description. Uh, so join our channel and help her uh, as she grows our community, as well as ours here too, which would be fantastic. But thank you to everyone who's watching and to all those who will be listening on the podcast. You've been watching the Car Sim and Race Driver Show with me, Hugh Hattrick, but my very special guest all the way from sunny California. It is Lady Wonderlust. <laughs> sunny California. Bye to so. Take care. Stay on the line. And I'll we'll end the show there. Bye to so.